The desert wind is a raider. This is the Silver and Black Today podcast. The latest in Raiders news, views, and interviews from the home of Raider Nation, Las Vegas, Nevada. Check out the only independent news source covering the Raiders based in Las Vegas. And now your host, Scott Goldbranson. Oh yeah, we're back with another episode already. That's right. Yeah, the daily radio show's gone. You remember I left. I had some health issues. I'm still dealing with some of those, but I'll tell you what. We are back and we are talking Raider football. This is the dead period, right? So you need something to talk about. And there's not a ton of news out there, but I'll tell you what there is. There is lots of conversations to be had, and we are going to have them here on Silver and Black today. It's Scott Branson. Thank you again for being with me, as always. Appreciate you guys reaching out and always uh, taking time to listen to the podcast. But also to read the website. That's right, vegassportstoday.com. That's the home of Silver and Black today. If you're just tuning back in after my little hiatus, you know that silverandblacktoday.com merged and is now part of a Vegas sports website. So it's not just Silver and Black, but of course... That doesn't mean that the Raiders aren't the most important team to cover in the market. Yes, we have the Golden Knights, beloved team here in the market, but hey, NFL rules supreme, and that's no different. If you go to VegasSportsToday.com, you're not only going to get the latest Raiders coverage, but you're also going to get coverage of the Golden Knights, of UFC if you're a big MMA fan, of boxing if you love the sweet science. You're going to find it all up there on VegasSportsToday.com as well as, as I said, the latest from Silver and Black today. Also, Raiders coverage from our slew of writers for everyone from Mo Moten to Kirk Kern, who's now our Raiders editor and beat writer. And I'll throw something in there occasionally as well. So thanks to, thanks for looking at the website, VegasSportsToday.com. Also, follow us on Twitter, if you will, at Vegas Sports, the number two day, at Vegas Sports, the number two day. You can fill, still follow us on Silver and Black today as well. And that is Silver Black the number two day. See, see how they all line up like that. Also make sure you go like the Facebook page, the Vegas sports today, Facebook page, great stuff up there as well. So make sure you check it out. We appreciate that. And you get to a sense for, even I know you Raider fans that are outside the market of Las Vegas, you're starting to get a little more in tune with sports here in Vegas. If you're not already a team fan, let's say of the San Jose sharks or of the LA Kings or the Anaheim ducks. If you're on the West coast, if you're on the East coast, you might have another team, but if you're, you know, you're starting to kind of embrace Las Vegas a little bit since it, is now the epicenter, the capital of Raider Nation. Uh, I know a lot of you are interested in that. Plus, a lot of boxing fans, a lot of UFC fans, WNBA fans, if that's your fancy, we have that as well as covering a bunch of other stuff. Esports, by the way. Esports. I know a lot of you are gamers out there. I'm a little old, so I, it's, all, it's all new to me. The whole esports phenomenon is huge. The money involved is huge. And our guy, Tom Viola, who you can also hear over on VEASAN, uh, he does our weekly esports column. So uh, it's great stuff. So check out VegasSportsToday.com. Okay, we're going to get on with the show today. Very special show today. I'm very excited about our guest that's going to come after our break here in just a minute. Uh, and that, of course, is the president, the self-proclaimed president of Raider Nation, and that is one Mr. Ice Cube, uh, a.k.a. O'Shea Jackson. He's going to join us. Uh, Cube's going to be with us. We're going to talk, of course, about the Raiders. I mean, <laughs> it's Ice Cube. You have to talk about the Raiders. The man wrote the anthem, right? 
So we're going to talk to him about the Raiders. We're going to he's going to talk about with us uh, the state of Raider Nation, the Vegas move. You know, he was he. Hey, Cube's going to be. It doesn't matter where the team is. He's going to be a Raider fan, right? But uh, he knows Las Vegas very well. He's done a lot of business here. So I'm going to talk to him a year after the Raiders move here. Of course, fans have not been able to see the Raiders in Las Vegas, but we're going to talk to him about the move, the team, and how that's all going. Then. We're also going to talk to him about something that's coming up this summer. Actually, next month here in July, June went by fast. So we're going to we're going to do that with him. Uh, and that, of course, is his venture, which is um, uh, Big Three Basketball. So we're going to do that. And so we want to make sure that uh, that uh, we talk to him about that. That's going to be a big part of our conversation as well. So you're going to get your Raider talk out of Cube. Don't worry about it. But we're also going to talk about Big Three. It, and I'm not I have to be honest with you. I am not an NBA fan. I think the NBA is boring. Uh, I'm not saying there's not great players. I'm not taking anything away from those guys. It just doesn't excite me. I, I don't like the lack of physical play. I, I just don't like the game anymore. So big three to me is more fun to watch. It's innovative. It's different. It's much more about the action. It's also friend, uh, player friendly as well. So we'll talk to Cube about that as well. Get his story. Of course, former <laughs> Raiders president Amy Trask is involved and on the board there at uh, the Big Three as well. So it's going to be a lot of Raider talk, a lot of related Raider talk, and we're going to talk about him. Ice Cube. I mean, have you? Do you guys realize he has been in forty films? Now we all know the music, and that's his first love, and, and we and you know that you don't take anything away from that. But this guy is so versatile. He he not only does the music, he does the acting, and now he's a sports mogul, right? So he is involved in all sorts of entertainment business. He's such a smart young guy, and I say young because he's my age. He's only he's only uh, five months older than me, <laughs> so we'll we'll talk to him about that as well. But nonetheless, what he's been able to do and how his career has progressed is really remarkable. So we want to talk to him about that as well. Uh, and so we're going to do that. But first, I want to go back. You know, the last podcast uh, that we did, we talked about the whole Tom Brady thing. And Tom Brady talking about this mysterious team that was late uh, in the process of maybe signing him and then calling the uh, the quarterback of that team a mf -er, all that stuff. So we talked about that, right? And most of you came back with what I expected. And that really was that uh, nobody cares. Nobody cares what Tom Brady says. If it was about the Raiders, who cares? Now, I had some people say, hey, you know what? Um, he is the best quarterback ever, so if he says something about a quarterback, that's an indictment on, on our quarterback, i.e. Derek Carr. But I don't buy that. So we ran a poll, a Vegas Sports Today poll, up on Twitter this past week, uh, and this is what the, the question was. It was, does it matter if Tom Brady was talking about the Raiders in his HBO Max The Shop appearance? The, the uh, responses were, no, it doesn't matter. Yes, opinion matters. Yes, if you dislike Carr. <laughs> we threw that one in there because my whole contention, I wrote a column this week up on VegasSportsToday.com about this, where I said, hey, make no mistake, it's the dead period. Carr detractors especially the ones that are very vocal and make it very personal because they lack, I guess, a life of their own. They are using this as yet another way to create a faux controversy around Derek Carr, right? That, that was my point. I don't care if you agree or disagree. It's up to you. If you have valid points, love to discuss it with you. But, you know, I'm not going to get into the, the car haters and lovers and all. And the, and the, no, most of us are in between. 
But the poll, here's how it ended up. 80%, 80% know it doesn't matter what Tom Brady was talking about or if he was talking about the Raiders. Just under 10%, yes, opinion matters. And 11.2%, so the second most popular answer, and it wasn't close, of course, but still, was yes, if you dislike Carr. So I think there's there's people who dislike Carr who chimed in with that one. And then people like me who are in the middle who think Derek Carr is a fine quarterback. Is he the best quarterback? No. Is he a bad quarterback? No, he's not a bad quarterback. He's a good quarterback. So so those are those people, I think, too, that are captioning. So that was our poll. Um, and then I even heard from people on Twitter about this and kind of what, what they said. Um, uh, but that's that's... <laughs> That's what I mean, this is the kind of stuff. So, so Brian Boone, Brian at Brian Boone 43 on Twitter responded, Tommy Tuck is the best ever. He can say what he wants about anyone. Look what his team did to the Muppet of KC, Patrick Mahomes. Of course, he could be talking about Mr. Rogers and his one ring. That said, Carr is my favorite quarterback playing, and a Raider quarterback will always be my guy. So that makes sense. You know, again, I think that that's you find so many people. It, it, it still shocks me how polarizing Derek Carr is. I get it from fans who want to win, and if you really believe that Derek Carr is holding back the Raiders, then I understand your point of view. And again, I mentioned last time on this show, those people that are detractors who make valid cases they're level-headed they're not using names or calling him you know all sorts of things under the sun i have discussions with them and they have valid point there is valid points when it comes to the play of Derek carr okay and there are valid points on the other side making the case that he's a good quarterback and they can win and this is what i believe they can win with Derek carr no problem you just have to have everything around him dialed in He's not necessarily that quarterback who's going to elevate everybody. And that's not an indictment on him. That's not a negative. I'm not putting him down. It's not a backhanded uh, compliment. It just is what it is. And so I think that when you look at that and you look at this whole hubbub, I, I just I just think that it was all just a way for people who don't like Derek Carr to jump on and do it again. So anyway, but that's that's kind of what we were talking about last time on this show. And it's it's the dead period. So there's not a lot going on. Now, we did see um, around the league some news as well, and that is uh, the fact that Indianapolis, the final domino to fall, which was Indianapolis is now allowing full attendance at their games uh, at the Lucas Oil Stadium, which is good because I'm going to be there the first week of the season when the Seahawks roll into town. My good friend Phil and, of course, Kelly Kreiner, you know, used to host the radio show with me. We're going to meet in Indy for that game to kick off the NFL season. So um, uh, that's good news. And it, it now means that every single stadium is going to be at full capacity, right? But other than that, the Raider news has been pretty slim, uh, as you would imagine, during this dead period. And as we roll up to camp at the end of this month, it's now the 1st of July. And uh, camp starts in 26 days. Yes, you got to love that. Um, also, some of the, the, the stuff out there, the Raiders, should they pursue David DeCastro? Of course, the offensive lineman from uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ah. I don't know. Hey, you got to talk to people um, and and figure out what 
what's going on out there. And, and I wouldn't be shocked to see the Raiders, of course, sign some folks as they come up. But nonetheless, that's sort of uh, what's going on. Not a ton going on uh, when it comes to Raider news. But that doesn't mean we're not going to talk Raider football because that's what this is about. It's the silver and black today. By the way, this is what they call in the business a long tease. And that is uh, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to have some big news about this podcast. So so don't go anywhere. Stay tuned for that. Make sure you subscribe. If you don't already subscribe to the podcast, we are everywhere, by the way. I don't care if you listen to this on Odyssey, if you listen to this on Spotify, if you listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, blah, blah, you name it, Stitcher. Tell your friends, if they're Raider fans, if they want to listen in, do it. Uh, and this might be a great episode to get them hooked in because um, coming up in just a minute after the break, we're going to talk to Ice Cube. The president, El Presidente of Raider Nation is going to be with us. So do that. But we'd appreciate you subscribing to the podcast, okay? Not only that, but when you get there, make sure you rank it, too. Give it give it a rating, uh, and uh, hopefully you're, it's a positive rating, right? That's what we'd love you to do. Uh, but uh, we appreciate that very much. It helps us out. And also, don't forget, you can listen to the podcast, i.e., and watch it, so to speak, uh, on YouTube. So a lot of folks listen to the podcast on YouTube, and that's great, too. You can check us out there. It's on the Silver and Black Today channel up on YouTube. And um, we're going to have live video again real soon. I'm in the middle of a move. So once I get on the ground in my new location and I have some space and I have my studio set back up, then we will get back to doing some videos with uh, all the guys you're familiar with here on Silver and Black today, uh, as well as Q Myers, as well as uh, Evan Grote and Mo Moten. Those guys, we'll, we'll start getting some video rolling. So stay tuned for that. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, the interview of the week, the interview of the month and of this offseason for us, at least, and that is with Ice Cube. We're going to talk to him Raiders. We're going to talk to him about Big Three basketball. And, of course, we'll talk to him a little bit about his entertainment career and a movie he's got coming out next summer with Jack Black that I am <laughs> just reading it. I'm busting up. I can only imagine what it's going to be like with those two guys on the screen. All right, you're listening to The Silver and Black today from VegasSportsToday.com. Coming up right after this, it is Ice Cube. Don't go anywhere. Here, Silver and Black Today, brought to you by, of course, VegasSportsToday.com. And just excited to get to this next interview. We've been talking about it earlier in the show, and now we bring on the Newsmaker line. We go out and we talk to hip-hop legend, prolific actor, now sports and entertainment mogul. That is Ice Cube. Cube, thanks for being with us here today on Silver and Black Today. Hey, man, thanks for having me. All right, let's jump right in. The first thing I want to talk about, because I'm really excited about this uh, summertime here, Big Three Basketball back in Las Vegas, out at the Orleans Arena. Talk about why you brought the league back here to Las Vegas. Of course, we had the pandemic last year, shut us all down. But what was it about the reception you received here in Las Vegas and about bringing Big Three back here to the Orleans Arena? Well, you know, we, we, looked, we looked at what states were, were open and you know, which states were really like, you know, 
not as, as stringent when it comes to the COVID-19 uh, protocols. And so when we looked up, it was like Nevada and we looked at Louisiana and we said like, yo, who wouldn't want to play in Vegas or <laughs> New Orleans? You know, uh, it's a great incentive for our players, especially during this, you know, semi-bubble where we're having five games in one city, three games in another city. Um, we just felt like, okay, this is the perfect place for us to, to be planted. If you're going to be planted in the city, you know, it's great for our players. It's great for, you know, uh, our fans, entertainment town that's getting heavily into sports um, and becoming a sports town. Like, why not? Yeah, no doubt about it. Of course, you have USA Basketball will be here uh, this summer as well. So it's going to be a great, uh, great summer. If you're into basketball, you want to come out and see uh, the big three in USA Basketball. But Cube, the one thing I'll say, man, the big three to me has caught on so well, partly because of the innovative approach that you guys have taken to the game, the rules, how player friendly it is, the format. How do you feel about the league, how it's developed and where it's headed uh, and the growth of its popularity? I think we've done everything in our power to um, make sure the league has a professional uh, vibe to it. You know, if you look at what we're doing compared to what you'll see in the Olympics, it's night and day. You know, mm, they're, yeah. they're, they're amateur uh, basketball and we're uh, the professional version of three on three. You know, we even call it fireball because we want to be able to to do the little wrinkles that make our game faster, uh, more exciting to play and watch. Uh, and we take the, the game very serious. Um, and we don't want to do things that's going to turn the basketball fan off. We want to do things that's going to excite them, turn them on. Um, you know, we came with one-shot free throws because – we got a four-point shot. Nobody wants to see somebody <laughs> shoot four free throws, you know. <laughs> so we we did things to make the game faster. Took out the the uh, uh, time clock. You know, we still got a 14-second shot clock, but there's no time, so there's no garbage minutes because there are no minutes. First to 50 wins, you got to win by two. So it's a sprint. So you don't have garbage minutes. You don't have these long pauses at the end of games. Like watching an NBA game in the last minute could take 30 minutes. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and, and so we wanted to eliminate that kind of stuff. You know, our games are done in about 45 minutes to an hour and then we on to the next game. So we want to be fast. The bring the fire rule uh, is a great rule. Now brought to you by Taco Bell. But, yeah, uh, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, where a coach can challenge a foul once a half by making the players go one-on-one for the call. So That's awesome. You make the basket, you make the basket, you get the points and the foul. Yeah. Um, and if you miss, the foul comes off the board. Uh, so it's uh, to me that's something that, that you can't really do a five on five, but our game is perfectly set up. We're gonna we're gonna do it like a penalty kick, you know. Yeah, pretty cool. 
Well, and that, that for me too, I mean, listen, the, you know, the, there's so much talent, so many talented guys in the NBA and I'm not in any way taking anything away from them, but it's harder to watch for me. I, I'll be honest, man. I, I love college basketball. I love, I used to love pro basketball, but that's why I've been excited about what you've been doing because you said it right. You know, yes, you have three on three in the Olympics. That's amateur. Big three is professional basketball. I want people to realize if they've not seen it, it's not some kind of gimmick exhibition thing. It is professional basketball and that innovation cube. I think to me, that is really big. I mean, if you look at other sports leagues, I mean, you talked a little bit about the NBA and sometimes how long games can uh, take to come to conclusion, but sports leagues have to change, have to adapt, have to innovate at a time. And you know this from your music and your film side too. Fans have shorter attention spans. They have tons of options. They have screens in front of them all the time. How do you continue to innovate? And how do you think the rest of sports needs to do that and think about it? Uh, you know, just being being new, you can kind of see the landscape. Mm-hmm. If you notice, our teams are not connected to cities because we felt like that would alienate fans more than draw them in. You know, now fans are they're connected to players. Mm-hmm. So if you know if LeBron's on Cleveland, they're Cleveland fan. If LeBron goes to the Heat, they're a Heat fan. If LeBron comes to the Lakers, so. You know, looking at that, we knew we can have fans all over the world uh, loving our teams, you know, if we don't connect them to cities. And so that's an innovation. Uh, playing all our games in one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're playing fantasy or you're into gambling or, you know, you can you can know what's happening with the league in one day. You don't have to wait four days or two days, three days, and see what what your team is going to do. So, you know, that's innovative. Our games, like I said, are over in 45 minutes to an hour, so the results are fast. Um, and, you know, just being able to to come in new and not and not uh, be afraid to to give the, the sports fan a, a different product that's faster uh, and, and, and fun, funner, I guess, if that's a word, than, uh, <laughs> than most others, you know, cause we sure. let people trash talk. We let guys play the right way, bang in the paint, uh, little hand checking. You know, we make sure that, you know, it's not easy out there. Yeah, man, that's that's what I miss most about professional basketball is actually the action that used to happen in the lane, right? And and guys like Moses yeah. Malone, when you know when. And by the way, happy, happy belated birthday! You're you're a few months older than me, so we're the same age. So you you grew up with the same basketball I watched. Uh, I I miss yeah. that man. I miss you right. know. Lambeer and those guys. And it's like, if you came in that lane, you better be prepared to pay for it. And in, in big three, you do. Yeah. You know, we gotta, we got a place for the big man. Uh, centers are prime real estate in our league. You know, we, we guys that fill up that paint that protect that rim play hard nose defense, um, and could score the ball is, is valuable in the big three. So, we like it. Guys like it. They love to be able to bang and play the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, because the, the, the NBA really has opened it up and become more of a guard league. Um, you know, it's a lot of people going unabated to the rim. And so, you know, I, I like the hand checking and I like, uh, yeah. a little more physical play. It, it, 
it don't it don't need to turn into prison ball, but but <laughs> I do want I do want I don't want it to be easy in that paint. Yeah. You know, no, that's why yeah. that's why I love watching the big three. By the way, big three here in Las Vegas, uh, end of July through the third week of August, I believe is the twenty first. You can get your tickets, Orleans Arena. Make July sure July tenth. July tenth. Thank you so much. July tenth. Yeah. July tenth, right around the corner. So that's going to be fun, uh, and and I'm sure uh, you'll enjoy going out and see that. Now, Cube, we got to switch gears a little bit. You are the self proclaimed president of Raider Nation. Although I think if an election was held today, you would win in a landslide. So even though it's self proclaimed, I think you'd be safe. Uh, even if you ran for it. Um, but let's talk some Raiders. Uh, when you look at the team and, and it's for, when it first got announced that they were coming to Las Vegas, you know, fans were a little bit justifiably concerned. Now you've seen, I know last year was weird with no fans in the stand. Raider Nation couldn't be here. But the reaction of the players and, and the Raider Nation across the country, they've kind of warmed to it. The stadium is gorgeous. Uh, Vegas is, as you said, growing up as a big sports town now. How do you feel a year later now about the Raiders now being the Las Vegas Raiders? I feel great. You know, I don't feel any different than I felt when I heard that they were going to Vegas. Of course, I wanted I wanted them in L.A. Yeah. I did not want the Chargers. Uh, the Rams are cool, but I didn't want those Chargers. But, <laughs> but uh, I was happy. You know, I heard some, some grumbles about San Antonio and – you know, no disrespect to San Antonio, but the Raiders don't belong there. You know, yeah. Raiders just belong on the West Coast. So, I was I was happy to see that they went to Vegas. I think the Raiders and Vegas, and they go together like peanut butter and jelly, man. You know, it's it's just a perfect team, perfect city. Um, the the Death Star is amazing, um, and I know it's gonna be rocking. You know, what's cool, what's impressive about the Las Vegas fans, when when you guys got the Golden Knights mm-hmm. and and that that first year run, um, just showed how enthusiastic and and lit the crowd is out there. So, you know, we're, we're happy to be back. Uh, it's our you know second third time in Vegas, and um, you know we're gonna come back. You know, as long as the league is around, we'll be back through there for something, combine, draft, or or playing games. That's that's awesome, man. Have you, by the way, I know you have some interest in kind of architecture. Have you been inside Allegiant Stadium yet? Have you had a chance? Not yet. You know, I I, I get there on the on the seventh, uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna call Mark and see if he give me the keys and I can walk <laughs> up in there. <laughs> I, I think know it me, will. I might spend a night on the fifty. There you go, you know, man. Take my blanket, take my blanket, and and just yeah, <laughs> just crash out on the fifty. You know. Uh, well, let, let's talk about the state of the team a little bit because I know you love talking football as well. Uh, last year, weird year for everyone. Uh, you know, kind of faded towards the end for the Raiders. They played so well at the beginning, and Gruden Mayock went out. They retooled that whole defense. They got Gus Bradley on charge as a new uh, defensive coordinator. Coordinator, how you feeling about this squad and and what uh, John Gruden's been able to do now going in going into year four? Um. You know, I, I really don't have a lot of expectations. You know, I don't I don't know. You know, I know mm. that, you know, John Gruden wants to win. Um, and he's doing whatever he can to make sure that happens. You know, the man is not a, 
a loser. So I know he's seeing what the, the team need. I think the team needs, you know, to shore up that defense. Derek Carr is not our problems. That's not our trouble. Um, it's it's showing up that defense, second level, third level. And, uh, you know, you the man put up 21 points, you know, expect to win the game so you can't expect the quarterback to put up 30 points a game yeah it is crazy and 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 that's what they spent the offseason doing was addressing that defense so you gotta you gotta figure even if it's uh just a bit better i mean it it was it was pretty poor so if it can get better they'll be in a good position and you meant you mentioned Derek carr i don't know you know raider nation the fan base is the best fan base in in sports i don't understand why it's so split over Derek carr because like you said that wasn't the reason you were losing games right i mean it's the defense what is it about Derek that people that polarizes people you think well, you know, it's been like other people on the market. Yeah. You know, the Tom Brady's of the world. And, you know, these some some fans just got this, you know, they got it in their head. If somebody new is out there and they think it's better than the guy we got, we should just get rid of our guy and get him. But it ain't like that. You know, you want to build a culture, keep a culture. And if you got a culture moving in the right direction, why break that up? Because, you know, I don't know if our team was ready to make a run. Mm. You know, you get you get another quarterback and that defense is still there. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, we got to sure what we – you know, we got to – with your eyes, not with your heart. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And we got to know that it's the it, – the defensive side of the ball is what we got to fix. Maybe we need to get him some more weapons. You know, Derek Carr didn't have too many weapons last year. So, yeah. a few more weapons, show up the defense, and I think we'll to make a playoff run. Yeah, well said. Um, hey, and before I let you go, one last thing. You know, I tell you, man, I am struck by y- your creativity, your versatility as an artist. From your first love, of course, music, and you've been in forty films, um, and now you're a sports mogul. What is it about kind of this this creative and and these business ventures, the mix of what you're doing? What what makes you get up in the morning and want to keep going? Um. Well, I love to create. I mean, that's what what it's all about. I think that's what life is all about. You you never you never poor if you create, you know? Mm. So um and I like to give people their money's worth. You know, I believe if you're gonna charge people for this, that and the other, that you should put hundred and ten percent in it and make sure something or listen to and not just give people stuff that you wouldn't accept for yourself. So, you know, you put all that together with the opportunities that, that that's kind of developed throughout my career. And, uh, you know, that's some pretty cool stuff that, that I'm proud of. Yeah, man, you've done a lot. I mean, and uh, listen, by the way, I'm really excited. This movie you got coming out next summer with Jack Black sounds hysterical. I mean, you yeah, see, it's crazy. you two guys going at it on screen, man. It's got to be hard to keep a straight face on the set, isn't it? Probably so. You know, we haven't started working together. Yeah. You know, I don't know how Jack works, but you know, I work with some of the craziest comedians in the world. <laughs> and, you know, if I was able to do it with them, I'm pretty sure I could do it with Jack. 
Yeah, well, man, we listen, we, we appreciate you spending so much time with us. Make sure you go see Cube and the Big Three out at the Orleans Arena here in Las Vegas, July 10th through August 21st. Ice Cube has been our guest. Cube, thanks again, man. Hope to see you out here at the basketball or at a Raider game this year. Yeah, yeah, man. You'll see me there. All right, man. Thanks again. Come, Take care. Come to a Big Three game, man. Come to a Big Three game. We'll treat you like a team, man. I will do that for sure. I know you'll do that for the fans, too. Okay, cool. All right, man. Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate it. Take care of yourself now, buddy. Bye-bye. There you go. Welcome back. Silver and Black today as we get close to closing out the show here. Again, a big thank you. That, that was so much fun talking to Ice Cube. You got so much respect for that guy, the talent that he has, and he's so beloved in Raider Nation. But, I mean, again, I mentioned it as we were introing him. 40 films. That's not even counting the TV. Right? And music videos and all that, of course. But music, his first love, and you heard from him there just about uh, the Raiders, his view of that. And, man, that big three is going so well for him. And he's got Amy Trask there uh, helping him run the league, too, on their board. Just phenomenal stuff from Ice Cube. And want to, again, thank him for joining us here for that exclusive interview, uh, only here on Silver and Black today. Also, thanks to uh, my partner, Mike Dixon, at VegasSportsToday.com, making that happen, as well as well as uh, Cube's people, his management, and his publicist uh, for doing that as well, Hannah. So thank you very much, Hannah, for that. And uh, again, this has been a, just a fun show with Cube uh, and, and and getting us through this dead period. I, I wanted to get an interview I thought that you guys would feel really interesting. You know, a lot of football guys and all that stuff, the national guys, and we get them on too. We had Jesse Merrick on last show. And this is our second show this week, right? We've done two shows this week. Um, but with Cube, I, I didn't want to do it and then let it sit for four or five days. Uh, until we, you know, got it out to you guys. I wanted to get out to you right away because I knew the conversation would be fun, and sure enough, it was. And informative, and he's just a cool dude. Uh, I, I've never met him in person. I hope to do that uh, this year uh, sometime, either at the Big Three or out at a Raider game. So that was good, but uh, but really cool interview. Make sure you pass it on to everybody else uh, and and really um, take the time to, to subscribe to the podcast. Again, we guys appreciate your support, as always. I've had so many listeners that have been with us all four years now covering the Raiders and of course three uh, three plus years on commercial radio and then of course this podcast for the past four by the way you go back and listen to our first podcast man <laughs> uh, I hadn't broadcasted in a long time I had a lot I had radio experience and broadcasting when I was younger in my career but man those first few podcasts were so rough and I, it's self-admittedly, you know, I've talked about it this time, um, even though these clowns on Twitter and some of these these hacks who try to 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 really make a, a bone about it, you know, from the very beginning, I you know, I talked about covering the Raiders because I cover the Raiders, right? If you want to listen to fan podcasts, there's so many great ones out there. I mean, there's such great talent in the fan podcast, the fan website. There's so many great people out there in Raider Nation. I mean, you can go down the names from Raider Cody to Kenny King. I mean, they've all elevated and done such great content, right? Those guys are awesome, and and that type of content does so well, and those guys really work hard. And I don't like when people put down others' artwork, in essence, because that's what this is. It might not be your cup of tea, right? We all have different tastes, 
but I love their stuff. And I think that the place and the democratization of media and the fact that fan podcasters are out there is great. I'm not a fan podcaster. I cover the Raiders as a business, as an objective party. I want the Raiders to do well for Las Vegas. I've always said that. But I was a Charger fan. There's still people out there because there's some other people that I know and knew in my past that were f- former friends, if you will, who, who actually go out of their way to try to create a controversy about the fact that I grew up a Charger fan. <laughs> Can you imagine being so bored in your life and, and, and so at the point in your life where you're self-conscious or you, you lack self-esteem enough that you have to like try to get pictures of people like back when I was wearing Charger jerseys in the early 90s. That's what some of these people do. And that's totally cool because it says more about them than it says me. But anyway, so I talked about that. You go back to those early podcasts and stuff and you talk about it, but I wasn't as familiar with the Raiders because I just started covering them. Uh, So I look back at that with fondness, but it's great to be back doing this podcast. We got some big announcements coming up about the podcast, about future adventures for the staff here at VegasSportsToday.com and, of course, Silver and Black today as well. So it's going to be a lot of fun, and we'll continue to pump out shows. Um, Most of next week, we might be gone next week. That's part of the way I'm moving next week, as I mentioned earlier in the show. And so I might not be able to get a show done next week, and so I wanted to get this second one out with Ice Cube uh, before I did that so you guys get some more content. But want to thank you for listening in. We're trying to bring you this stuff during the TED period, keep you holding over until we all reach July 27th and the Raiders roll into Henderson and start training camp. But thanks for being with you, being with us, I should say. And thanks to Ice Cube and to everybody over there at Big Three uh, for helping us out with that interview and certainly love to hear what he had to say about the Raiders. All right, make sure you check out VegasSportsToday.com. Also, follow me on Twitter at L-V-G-U-L-L-Y. That's L V Gully. Uh, I love to interact with fans there. Uh, And if you bring uh, counter arguments to something I'm making, that's totally cool, too. We can always have respectful disagreements. I love that. Uh, And I learn from you so much and so often. So thank you for that. But follow me on Twitter at LV Gully. Follow at Silver Black, the number two day. Also follow at Vegas Sports, the number two day on Twitter and check out the Facebook pages as well where you can have great, robust discussion there. All right, we're going to step aside and say goodbye for now. Until next time, everybody, thanks for being with us. Be good to one another. Please, please disagree, have fun, but remember, you're all part of one nation, and that is Raider Nation. This is Scott. I'll talk to you next time here on Silver and Black Today.